get the attitude, well, I'm young, I'm invulnerable. You are, well, in some respects, you're certainly less vulnerable than I am. However, what you might inadvertently do, and I know you don't want to do that, you don't want to put your loved ones at risk, particularly the ones who are elderly and the ones who have compromised conditions. People are hammering the uh, the youngsters, the millennials, because they don't see it for as a ruining real risk. bedspreads. No, this China time for and mayonnaise. Grandma and grandpa, or mom and dad. Yeah, so you killed mayonnaise, bedspreads, and now grandma and grandpa. So you can't keep going right. with that track. Nice yeah. generation you're running there, and restaurants, restaurants. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think well, I don't know. I again. <clears throat> I said a little bit ago, I, I feel like when, when politicians say don't panic, the sort of people that panic are going to panic no matter what. In fact, saying don't panic, it's like when you tell somebody who's out of control to calm down. It right. makes things worse. Mm, um, never in the history of the world has it led to calming down. I'm not sure the sort of person that would panic if you say don't panic it would ever help either. Right. I, I don't know. Um, but also with the whole millennials, I suppose words getting out. I don't know. Has that had much effect on the young crowd? Are the beaches any more empty in Clearwater, Florida during spring break today than they were yesterday after a, a, a day of the nation mocking them? Some places have closed their beaches in the wake of the mocking. I don't know how many, though. I'm not really up to speed on that. You know, the whole devil may care. I'm indestructible. I'm I'm a rebel thing is so uh, prevalent among the young. Well, you are practically indestructible when you're that age R- in right. all kinds of different ways, but yeah. that's not the point. Right. Yeah. The point is you're a carrier of a deadly disease. Yeah. You're so. going to be okay. Right. But you're going to kill mom and dad. Um, Some days you want to, but not really. Which is the biggest long-term story? Now, so the stock market's down again today, plunged at the bell. Uh, so that's that could be a long-term story, or maybe when this is over, it roars back, and then we're back in talk over. Maybe the biggest long-term story is... Most states have closed school for a month or so, and there's some talk now of if it lasts very long, there ain't going to be no more school this year. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. done. So does that Governor mean... Governor of California, for instance, has already said it's it's over. It's over. It's likely that schools will be closed through the summer. But this does, is all wrong. Right. I should be back in school. We're sorry, Greta. But does that mean if you did half of fourth grade and stopped, you get to move on to fifth grade? Or do you pick up in the middle of fourth grade next year again? Or They're going to have to uh, reinvent it. Those, they are. Those uh, the, the parameters will no longer exist. I think your choices are you either have an entire nation held back a year, or you have an entire nation that uh, is illiterate and doesn't know basic science <laughs> because they missed a year of school. Oh, I... Those are your two choices. Well, all right. Uh, yeah, they'll figure it out, I suppose. And it'll be imperfect, but we'll pick up where we left off and call it fourth and a half grade. Well, what, I don't know. What grade? They'll fourth grade? Out. If it helps you, I remember nothing from fourth grade. <laughs> you think Absolutely you don't, Sean. Nothing. You think you don't, but you do. Consider metamorphosis. I'll chlorophyll. Bet. This would be an interesting experiment. Long division. I, I should do it with my son. He's a fourth grader. If I went through everything that he's learned in the year, how much of it do I think I needed to know? Oh, boy. That'd be interesting as a project. I wouldn't say it out loud to him, because that's not going to help him with his attitude. No, it's not helping me with my attitude. <laughs> with all due respect to photosynthesis, I think the fourth graders will be fine. Yeah. I hope. But I don't know, I'm not a parent. What do well, I well it, it, when all the plants die, I'm going to call you and ask you how you <laughs> feel about it. Because if our fourth graders don't understand photosynthesis, Sean, how will they help plants photosynthesize? A <laughs> couple of stories worth mentioning. Prisons and jails around America are releasing prisoners early. Why? To avoid giant outbreaks in the prison. How about giant outbreaks of crime? Well, there's that. 
Um, they are by definition criminals, I believe. Listen to this. Hundreds of prisoners have escaped from four minimum security prisons in Brazil after you know various personnel problems and cancellation of holidays and, and the prisoner prison guards staying home and the rest of it. Um, in one video, hordes of prisoners could be seen running away uh, while a man shouts, Come back Monday, okay? <laughs> wow. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. In a pleading tone? Yeah. Come back Monday, okay? Yeah, this is a minimum security prison where they get to uh, work or go home for holidays and that sort of thing. But they've all just said, screw it, we're leaving. And then this, and you have my sympathy, gentlemen. Vasectomy patients who timed their surgery for March Madness. Oh, that's a thing. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I timed mine for the U.S. Open, the golf tournament, because uh, of the way I swing. But, yeah, thousands. This is the big season for vasectomies. So guys can watch the, the, the NCAA tournament. Um, and, uh, and now and, they're watching cable corona coverage. Not yeah, as entertaining. Reruns of the 1998 tournament and that sort of thing. Um, doctors generally prescribe 48 hours of bed rest after a patient gets snipped. A period of time a great number of men choose to spend on the couch. Yes, indeed. Yes, I did. Um, number one seed Dayton was upset by Winthrop, uh, 16B to 1, and went to the Sweet 16 for the first time ever in the simulation that they ran of March Madness. If oh you're my. wanting to know how that turned out. Oh, my. Uh, number yes. one seeds Gonzaga and Kansas both got knocked out. So we'll see how that plays out. Devastating hypothetical. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure it's that exciting to read a computer hypothetical. <laughs> well, that entertained entertain me for six seconds. What now, honey? <laughs> exactly. Um, stock market going down. Coronavirus cases going up. Cold war with China going up. Yeah, more on that in a little bit. Moving up. <laughs> um, we're actually going to reach out to Marco Rubio, senator from uh, Florida, the, the thirstiest guy I've ever seen. Have you ever seen anybody drink water like that? Um, he has become the lead senator on trying to alert us all to, hey, this whole China makes everything and can shut it down anytime they want is probably not a good idea going forward for national security reasons. So we uh, we, we might want to come out of the other side of this pandemic with a plan. Right. And I, I think he's right. I, I, this might be an example of where I really want to take advantage of uh, uh, the crisis and make something happen because I'm afraid when it's over, it'll be impossible to get people together and get any momentum going. Mm-hmm. But this could be, this could end up being one of those, um, whether you want to call it mixed blessing or silver lining or whatever it is, where, you know, we had something bad happen, people died, it's not the end of the world, but we were alerted to a major problem that could have been in a real war or something. Serious, serious stuff. Right. We end up with an actual shooting battle with China, which is not impossible, you know, in the years to come, and we find out all of our medicine is made there, which most of us didn't know before. Mm-hmm. That's got to be fixed. Right. Not and to mention our electronics and all the other stuff. It may be certainly in your top one or two national security issues, as far as I'm concerned, especially with China more and more open in their hostility. And plus, we ought to get at some point to the fact that do you remember when there was nothing, nothing being discussed or dealt with but impeachment? Congress was doing nothing because of impeachment. The media was doing nothing. The administration was busy managing it. That's when the coronavirus was not only exploding in China, but moving into the United States during that period. 
um, unfortunate and absolutely played a role in the slowish response across the levels of government and the media and people's cynicism when right after the impeachment they heard, okay, here's the new crisis. It's a, a Chinese virus and, and Trump's bad at this too. We ought to be impeached for this. Um, just, just terrible. We got a text from somebody in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, again, if you don't know it, that's some of the worst traffic on the planet. Um, and certainly in America, somebody that went to the airport and back normally would take me two and a half hour round trip that time of day. It took 15 minutes. Wow. That's how much the uh, traffic is down. Wow. Due to the shelter in place. If you're wondering how many people are, are um, paying attention to that, it sounds to me like it was a complete success. So, um, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know you could get that going in the United States on that short of notice. Like just one night announce everybody's got to stay home and people actually do. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Some more on the China aspect of the Chinese communist virus coming up in a couple of minutes. Realities of hospitals. I'd like to hear more from that. I've, I've got a couple of news stories I wanted to hit. But the reality of the hospital, you're a nurse, you're a doctor or whatever. What is it like there right now? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it out, down a China understands how to control their emotions and therefore their minds. The Chinese government knows that identity politics is the greatest weakness in the American system. It always is the greatest weakness in every country it infects. And that's why they don't allow identity politics in China. The Chinese know that any debate in this country can be derailed instantly if someone screams racist, as someone inevitably does. So the Chinese have decided to use wokeness against us. The most racist power on earth, this is the country that puts Muslims in concentration camps, the country that stamps out Tibetan culture, the country that would not accept a single Somali refugee at gunpoint, this country is calling us bigoted. Yeah, the, the, maybe well, the, the fact that they're calling us bigoted is just laughable. The fact that it's being echoed in uh, the major media, CBS reporter, for instance, going on and on about it yesterday, that's the astounding part. Um, because uh, the people that call it the Chinese virus or the yeah, commie virus. Somebody or, called it the Kung flu in front of her. So she pretended to go to pieces over the racism. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. I know, whatever. It's unbelievable. Um, this is uh, CBS's White House correspondent. Well, our Secretary of State has been speaking to this. This is Mike Pompeo. There will come a day when we will go evaluate how the entire world responded. We know this much. We, we know that the first government to be aware of the Wuhan virus was the Chinese government. That imposes a special responsibility to raise the flag, to say, we have a problem. This is different and unique and presents risk. And it took an awful long time. For the world to become aware of this risk that was sitting there, residing inside of China, uh, we'll we'll do we'll do the after action when the time is right. Um, every nation has responsibility to share all of their data, all of their information in as timely and accurate fashion as they have the ability to do. This is going to be a uh, well. We've talked about it a lot. This might be the issue for the next hundred years between China and the United States. These sorts of battles, but um, I just. Uh, I, I can't believe more of the media is not on board with the Chinese being evil. Yeah. Well, 
I think when your narrative has been Trump is evil and the and the source of all evil for years and years, it's difficult to pivot, especially because so many people on the left are xenophiles. They're so in love with seeming uh, enlightened by rejecting America and embracing the foreign that it's very uncomfortable to to do this. You know, it's a great example. When Trump announced the administration had banned travel from any foreign nationals from China or who had been in China, Joe Biden, for instance, said this is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysteria and xenophobia and fear mongering. That was echoed by a lot of people in the media and a lot of uh, Democrats in Congress. And Trump derangement syndrome. Listen, there's plenty to criticize the guy on and the administration, like any administration, have had, has had its successes and failings. But Trump derangement syndrome reached such an incredible apex that days after the impeachment finally ended and days after Nancy Pelosi tore up the State of the Union address in which the president had said... Uh, We are coordinating with the Chinese government and working closely on the coronavirus outbreak in China. We'll take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. He was being called xenophobic and and paranoid, fear-mongering over this, and a racist for calling it a Chinese virus. It's just absurd. It's it's troubling. When you look at the timeline, the overlap between when nobody was talking about anything but impeachment... And it exploding in China, and the first cases coming to America, they, they overlap completely. Hmm. They were going on simultaneously. It's unbelievable. So the economic impact continues. Stocks, oil, and bonds dropped this morning uh, as fears deepen. The Wall Street Journal headline is a, another plunge. Um, oil is at the lowest it's been in 17 years. That's bad for Iran and Russia, so if it's bad for Iran and Russia, we're fine. We make our own oil. We'll be okay, I suppose. Yeah, it's a little tough on us, though, because fracking is fairly expensive, and so lots and lots of people are getting laid off. If this were happening 30 years ago and we didn't produce most of our own oil, that would be just devastating. Oh, yeah. This whole thing would just be devastating. Uh, So that's kind of like the deal with the drugs. We finally got to where we could produce our own oil, so... Sorry, bad guys, you can't jerk us around anymore. we got to be able to do that with the drugs so that China can't jerk us around. Uh, also from the economy, we, I just got this video on the text line from somebody who's at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Was there this morning, fourth busiest airport in the nation. Flying in the morning, said it's usually total chaos. There was nobody there, no vehicles, nobody there except airport security circling around the airport. And their plane was 20% full. Mm. So, man, that's a lot of money not being spent. Oh, speaking of planes, I went back... Uh... About a week, just out of curiosity. President Trump's announcement of a ban on travel from Europe is coming under criticism from experts who say the focus on travel is misdirected and much more urgent domestic measures are needed to fight the virus as if you could only do one or the other. This is from The Hill. It goes on for quite some time that uh, banning travel from Europe is, uh, while possibly marginally helpful, is far from the most urgent need. And Europe has now banned travel into Europe. Right, and cross borders, and the idea of importing people from Spain or Italy or France is nightmarish right now. It's it's something that would never ever be uh, be even considered. In two weeks, we'll regret wasting time and energy on travel restrictions and wish we focused more on hospital preparation, large-scale community mitigation, tweeted Tom Bosser, Trump's former Homeland Security Advisor, as if you couldn't do both. Wow. 
that uh, that tweet is not living well. I want to go find that. I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to respond to him. How's this tweet feeling today? You know, I could right now. There's ass hat. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Turns out Facebook has a bug in their algorithms for what gets through and what doesn't. And sure, some child porn might slip through now and then, but coronavirus news won't. Facebook says a bug in its anti-spam system is blocking the publication of news about coronavirus, including school closings and hospital news and that sort of stuff. Oops, that's a mistake. Wow. (laughs) And we're going to put them in charge of carefully... Protecting the First Amendment by getting rid of, you know, what is misleading political information. I found that whole notion hilarious from the beginning, but people seem to keep uh, taking it seriously. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the reality at hospitals, emergency rooms, and just hospitals in general. Man, oh man, oh man, if that stays on the trajectory, it looks like it's on. That is that that could be the story end of this week, next week. Yeah. Um, is just what it's like at the hospitals right now. Some th- th- This graph is floating around of uh, cases in Italy versus us, and the, the the trajectory looks to be exactly the same. It's just that we got way more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at some point, it uh, it goes where that's going to go. But hopefully we got on it in time that it doesn't have to go where Italy is going. Healthcare workers, what are you seeing? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'd love to hear from you. say it was already over between Bernie and Biden, but now it's even more over. As Moreover, it's more over. Uh, Biden picked up three more states yesterday, including Florida, which is one of your biggest prizes in America. Look at this map. The state, the counties in purple went for Biden, as you can see there. As you is can, that a misprint? As you can see, every county is purple. That's a big old purple Florida right so there. So the analysis was, it appears Sanders struggled primar- primarily in the urban rural and suburban parts of the state <laughs> with young, old, and middle-aged people. That's some pretty good sarcasm there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just didn't know. How many states is that where Biden won every county? That's really amazing. Yes. Well, I wonder if it had something to do with the whole looking at the bright side of the Castro regime. Sean, it's hard to say, but it was absolutely a factor, and nowhere more so than in Florida. As we were uh, predicting if Bernie ran, he would lose 42 states. Uh, I think we're seeing signs of that now. Um, he did win your weird little early states, a couple of them. But I always thought Biden would be the toughest one for Trump to beat, but just didn't think, you know, nobody thought Biden would be able to get the nomination in the modern woke party. But right. it looks like he got it. He did indeed. And how? So now there is a, a guy who is pushing 80, trying not to get the coronavirus and and trying to, you know, <clears throat> continue uh, his candidacy, shall we say that, until November. God, what precautions are they and, going... And his breathing. What precautions are they going through with Biden? Because that would be disastrous, obviously, if he if he, if he he got coronavirus. I think it'd be bad for the country. Oh, it'd be bad for the country, yeah. it, but it'd be disastrous for his campaign. I mean, it would really highlight his age and vulnerability and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it well, would I'm be sure bad. they're taking extreme precautions. Whew, that wouldn't be easy, because, I mean, you still have to... You're still running a presidential campaign. I suppose a very, but this maybe I don't know the small number of people he does interact with personally. They probably have very strict rules. Right, 
Right. Well, I can picture them in a Hannibal Lecter-esque situation. Not that extreme, obviously. They don't have them on a dolly with a like muzzle. I think you put them underground and freeze them and hold them until November. That's one idea. Um, This idea is a bunch of malarkey. But for sure, very few people are allowed into the room with him. You can sit there, uh, other side of the glass. You know, I'm picturing like I'm watching a cop show. And the chief is watching his detectives grill the uh, murder suspect. You talk to him through the speaker, and you look at each other through the glass. There's probably no reason to ever be in a room with any of these people, whether it's your campaign manager or Corn Pop or whoever it is. (laughs) Well, if you're going to wrap your chain around Corn Pop's head, you got to be in the same room with him. Come on. It's obvious. The big sports news, two things. One, for some reason, the NBA got plenty of testing kits and tested everybody. And uh, the biggest star to test positive, Kevin Durant, uh seeing the curse of leaving the Golden State Warriors, being infected with coronavirus. And uh, Tom Brady will be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer by the end of the day. At age, f- he'll be 43 when the season starts, hmm. which is really quite amazing. Yeah, You wouldn't think you could get a starting quarterback job at 43, but most people aren't in his kind of shape. Uh, back to the uh, commie virus in hospitals, I'm reading from the dispatch. What it's like in hospitals right now, with no way of knowing how far the virus is spread and confirmed cases cropping up in every state, you can't just treat positive cases. In hospitals across the nation, it's already started to mean treating all patients who come in with respiratory issues like they have the commie flu. So if you come in there with breathing trouble, they're going to treat it like it's uh, the commie flu for now. Our ER docs and nurses are getting slammed with people with respiratory illnesses, and the trouble is we don't know in the ER whether someone's infected or not. So even if we do a test, which we can't always, even if we can do a test, we don't necessarily get answers for days until after they've already left our ER. So we have to treat all these patients as as if they've got it. So it's totally overwhelming our providers. Under ordinary circumstances, people suffering from a wide range of breathing problems, like bad colds, asthma, Complications from smoking is a big one, are relatively easy for hospitals to treat. Not a big deal. But if they're going to treat every single one of them like it's the the coronavirus. Um, With the isolation and the care. And, they got to wear uh, the protective equipment. Right. The nurse, the doctor, everybody that comes in contact with them, the person that's filling out the forms at the front desk, everybody has to be wearing it all. Um, and it's very tiring and inconvenient and expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's emotionally and physically exhausting for providers to be constantly wearing protective equipment, putting it on, taking it off, throwing it away. It takes a lot of time to do it, a lot of wasted material. And if we're taking care of patients that aren't actually sick and we're putting this protective equipment on and off, then we're just wasting it, and there's a limited amount. But what else are you going to do? And you can't have all the nurses and doctors get sick, obviously, because then, oh, no. then we're all doomed. Yeah, they they mentioned the hospital we were talking about in northern Italy that's been absolutely devastated. Two of their three like top managers are sick with coronavirus and useless. And the number of doctors and nurses is just shocking as well. Has there been an official announcement from the CDC or the president or, or Dr. Faust or whoever? Um, I would think at some point it's going to be, unless you're really in bad shape, don't go to the hospital. I think at some point they're going to have to say that, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're already starting to deliver that message. But that might have to be the message starting, like, today for the next week. Unless you're, like, you're afraid you're going to die, don't go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or yeah. we just can't keep up. Yeah. 
Uh, so listen, a fairly common email we get from an angry person who thinks this is all a hoax. Okay. I will be responding to that in a moment. But first, this is no hoax. Property crime is way up um, in, you know, all over the country as uh, we're experimenting with letting prisoners loose everywhere. Best home security system you can have does not cost a small fortune, doesn't have a messy install, and has no contract. It's simply safe. Award-winning protection. Twice a winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award. I was talking about buying guns and bullets earlier. I'm not kidding. First time in my life I've ever thought I needed to do that. Because I think there's going to be a chance of, you know, people going around thinking, I need to get food, I need to get toilet paper, whatever. This might really be a time to have a home security system. And you can install this yourself 30 minutes to an hour tops. No contract, so you're not locked in for a year or more. About 50 cents a day, you can't afford it. And there's a 60-day risk-free trial with free shipping, so why wouldn't you try this? Outdoor cameras, doorbell alerts, entry motion and glass break sensors, everything you need. Easy to install. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong for that 60-day risk-free trial. It's S-I-M-P-L-I. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. I'm just trying to picture the back to the hospital thing. So if somebody goes in... Right now, you go in, you, it's, it's crowded, you're waiting in line, there's people everywhere. They say, you walk up, they say, what's your problem? And you say, I think I've got this corona thing. Um, th- what do they do at that point? So then you got the, you're within six feet of the person that's taking your name right there. You've walked by all those other people. They're going sh- to, I, I can't even imagine what a mess that is. Right, right. Uh, so we got the, uh, the skeptical email. Recently, which is fine. Keep them coming. Um, I want to answer. As long as you spell the name right, there's no such thing as bad PR. Well, that's one of the stupidest things ever said. (laughs) I could give you half a dozen examples. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we'll address the skeptics in a moment or two. Why not? Uh, We all ought to be on the same page if it's an accurate page. If it's a fictional page, get off that page. Get on another page. All right. Stay with us. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Stock market plunged as soon as it opened today. uh, We'll see what happens. New York Times headline, can California keep 9 million people at home? And a, a heck of an experiment that's been running in the United States. Well, after day one... I wouldn't. I don't. I can't imagine you would give it anything short of an A plus in terms of success. Yeah, if you're a realist, the streets of San Francisco, for instance, empty. They're, they're two and a half hour trips are taking fifteen minutes on the highways, right. the famously clogged highways of the Bay Area. Absolutely amazing. I didn't. Who knew you could do that in the United States? Make an announcement on a Sunday. Everybody should stay home. And millions of people do. That's absolutely incredible. It's been building, and it's imperfect, sure. but we'll see what happens. So we got this note from James, um, uh, who who is a skeptic uh, like ourselves and a media critic like ourselves. Um, South Korean numbers over the weekend have a death rate of 0.6%. Why wasn't that news? Only 200,000 people worldwide have this. Uh, I, I would point out the numbers are exploding day after day. But let's talk about South Korea. <clears throat> a death rate of 0.6%, which, depending on who you ask, is about six times the death rate of the flu, which kills, you know, twenty to 70,000 people in the United States every year. So you've already conceded, James, that the death rate is six times higher than the flu. But that's in South Korea, 
where number one... Where they think karaoke's a good idea. That has nothing to do with the current discussion. Where they think MBT or whatever that is, is music. Mm. What are they called? Cute little fellas. BTS. Gotcha. South Korea. A couple of things you need to know about them. Number one... Like several Asian societies, it is the the culture is very much for the group, for the society. You will sacrifice mightily if it is good for the community. So they have had draconian stay-at-home orders. I mean, serious, with teeth, don't be on the street orders. And they have obeyed them to an extent we would never see in the United States. And they have... A death rate that's probably six times the flu. Uh, He says, my wife works for a hospital. ERs are normal. Doctors are telling her the media coverage is way overblown. The, The media coverage is always way overblown. That's all the media does. On the other hand, what we're saying is not overblown. It's based on on fact and what's actually happening. And the problem is, if you wait till it's clearly necessary to say double the icu capacity to hospital you're too late because the need is going to quadruple by the time you're done installing those beds because of the way these things spread i think by next week nobody's going to be saying anybody overreacted about anything i hope yeah. i'm wrong i'd be i'd be happy for people to mock me for being wrong sure but i think by next week it's just going to be holy crap yeah uh, we got this text from a nurse i'm a nurse at sutter in downtown sacramento which is another city in america that is doing the sheltered home although it's kind of like sheltered home light it's even more of a suggestion than it was in the bay area but anyway um we aren't testing hardly anyone at the hospital for corona even if they come in with flu-like symptoms we have no idea the number of cases because almost no one is being tested right all the numbers are bs i keep hearing by the end of the week they're going to have widespread testing going i hope that's the case so at least they can figure out all right we have an explosion of cases over here let's rush the federal resources that are available over there well real real information's always information's always good more information is always good. Oh, yeah. But if we get hit with the real numbers, and they're just, turns out the, the, the town you're in, wherever in America, you don't have one case in your town and four in the state. Turns out you got uh, 600 in your town mm-hmm. and 5,000 in your state, which is not, not at all out of the realm of possibility. Is that, I can't imagine how people are going to react then. Yeah. Yeah. The other, uh, I mean, if the, the economy's tanking now, two thirds of the economy being consumer spending, right. if people aren't flying now or eating out or whatever, what's it going to be like when the real numbers hit? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Well, I think we got a couple of months of crazy town. I mean, a couple solid couple of months, months of just all bets are off. Yeah, most likely. That probably is most likely. I, I keep hoping that, well, we got ahead of it. We were even earlier than we thought. Uh, we're on the other side of it. Cool. It's over in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That'd be awesome. One more point James makes, and it's it's a valid point to make, and a number of folks have, is that, listen, the if it was Russia and collusion and impeachment and, and obstruction of justice, and, blah, 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 and then the minute impeachment ends, it's the coronavirus and the president's incompetent, and he's a racist and a xenophobe. Y- you know what? You're right. You're right. You've made the case for why the media and perhaps the Democrats, not perhaps, the Democrats, frankly, ought to be castigated for shouting wolf over and over and over again. Just remember, uh, folks, 
The point of the, the boy who cried wolf, that story, is the wolf shows up at the end of it, and he chews everybody's heads off. The point is that there's a lack of belief in wolf. dark for a kid's story. Wake up and smell the wolf breath. A lot of kids' stories, my wife and I, since since we started reading the little kids, like, why why is this a popular kid's story? Because it's a warning. Well, actually, when they were written, it was to keep them alive. You know, seriously. But since we're not doing that anymore. Now we have the coronavirus, and you have soft children. Don't you? Don't you? Uh, Anyway... Uh, yeah, the point is that the wolf shows up eventually, and that's why, if it were not for the potential of the current thing being real, there would be no reason. There, why would you be mad at the media for uh, and the Democrats for always crying wolf if there were no wolves in the world? It wouldn't matter. It'd just be a rhetorical exercise. The problem is, my friend, there are wolves, and one of them, fresh out of China, and the evil, evil communist regime is now on our doorstep. I will point out, Ow, by the way... werewolf of Beijing. I, I have a wolf. Would you like to pet it? Hi, that, Elizabeth Holmes here. You know... Yeah, if your machine had actually... You brought... If your machine actually worked, we could be testing all these people. But you're a lying fraud. Oh, uh, I disagree. We're still in the testing. Here, give me your finger. No, 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 no. Ow, ow, What did you just do? Um... Uh, I'm glad you brought up Elizabeth Holmes. A number of emailers have said, why hasn't she weighed in? Because with a single pinprick. With a single prick of blood. Right, exactly. You know what, Elizabeth, why don't you and your fake wolf (laughs) go back and shelter in place and shut your pie hole? Come on, boy. So, (laughs) it's just a dog. So, um... A number of people have also pointed out, and this is an excellent point, Iran, where people are seriously... Croaking like flies. Also, a lot of smokers. Everywhere there's a lot of smokers, people are really dropping like right. flies. But Italy has a, is a high, has higher smoking than most true. of your first world countries. You know what they also have more of than most countries, Jack? Tight pants. <laughs> Again, not relevant, not helpful. Uh, Chinese. Both the Italians and Iranians have have taken lots and lots of Chinese investment m- money. That one belt, one road. Ah, yes. And there are lots and lots of Chinese people in northern Italy. There are also zillions of Chinese people in the United States of America, by the by. Um, so, yeah, one more reason to thank the Chinese. I remember when Trump announced that travel ban from China, that xenophobe racist was the word at the time. That might have saved us from just, oh... It seriously could could have saved 100,000 lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will never know that number, but I think epidemiologists will have an idea. Not that, and again, I'm Captain Fairness, and that's a little fairness boy over there. The administration has made some blunders. They all do during the emergencies, and we'll have our after-action report, and we'll try to do better next time. But, man, you... you, you Anti-Trump zealots, you're not helping. Um, again, I hope I'm wrong about what hospitals look like next week. But uh, well, it depends where you are. I mean, it, it, and right now, my wife says their ER is normal. Well, it depends where you are. You know, there there are some places that are already borderline overwhelmed. And telling people, stay home, we'll do your cancer surgery next week or next month or next year or whatever. I mean, for instance. Have you seen Frozen 2? Me? No. Probably not the sort of thing you're going to watch with grown children. There are a few kid movies I will still watch because they're beautifully done. 
Um, but not many now. I like my Frozen. Kids are Frozen too. It's just way too many songs. But anyway, the uh, raising your dragon movies, training your dragon. Yeah. I found those entertaining. Those are as good. Can be. Yeah. But speaking of having too much dark stuff in and and Disney, man, they like killing off uh, characters you like in Disney. But uh, so Olaf the Talking Snowman, which is the only reason to watch Frozen, in my kids' opinion, Olaf the hilarious snowman. Mm. Um, he's recapping Frozen One in Frozen Two. So I guess they were thinking maybe in case people didn't see Frozen One. Or uh, they wanted to remember what the story was like. But he does a little recap. Well, in case you didn't remember, the snowman says he goes through the whole story. Mm-hmm. And he says, and then the town freezes and everybody's... Blah, blah, blah. And, then, and then we say, at least we still have our parents. Your parents are dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know. And we we're like, holy crap. That's a little, that's a little uh, blunt for a Disney movie with little kids watching. Man, it's like wartime Bugs Bunny. Oof. Squeezing off shots at Adolf. Too much reality. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we're hearing more from people. Yeah, if you got, if you're anywhere in a hospital, anywhere in America, we would love to hear what the reality is there, and what you're preparing for. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Um, again, I'd, if it looks anything like Italy next week, it uh, that that'll be the only thing we're talking about. Right, right. Oh, I meant to mention this. You have to file by uh, September, uh, September, April fifteenth. Still, you have to file your taxes by the fifteenth, but you don't have to pay. Uh, until later in the year, consult your local tax professional, because we're out of time.